there. Welcome to Let's Talk Tottenham. Uh, not a happy one today. Still furious about this FA Cup exit. I've calmed down a little bit compared to how I was on Wednesday. Still very, very, very angry. Uh, what a missed opportunity. What a missed opportunity. But how often have we said that about Tottenham, about Cups and, and other such things? It's just the way it is at the moment. And it's not going to change, is it? It's not going to change. Uh, but thanks for watching. Please make sure you hit the like and the subscribe button and also the notification bell button. That will give you a notification every time we're about to go live and notify you of future shows, uh, even though you know the time by now. Uh, but let's get cracking. Let's get cracking. So, so many team changes. I don't know why. It just again, says that we we didn't take it seriously. You know, Enoch want to make money. Daniel Levy wants to make money. You make money by the Champions League. You don't make it by the FA Cup. Uh, we as fans want the FA Cup. We want a trophy. You know, we, we probably won't win the Champions League. Very unlikely to win the Champions League. Can't win the league, which are the main two money makers in, in, in the competitions that we're in. Uh yeah, so the FA Cup and League Cup kind of get left on the side, even though we had a golden opportunity. We'd have had Blackburn at home if if the draw had been the same. Sheffield United at home to Blackburn. What a what an opportunity! What an opportunity! Uh, how you doing, Brian? Uh, no worries. Uh, couldn't make it as an appointment. Hope it all went well. And uh, yeah, we'll have you on here soon. We'll have you on here soon. Hope you're doing well as well. But yeah, we'd have had Blackburn at home. Manchester team separately would have been even better if we'd have qualified. Got Blackburn. Uh, yeah, Brian says, uh, if I'm back, then I'll join you. I'm only going to be on for about an hour, 45 minutes uh, on work lunches on Fridays. Uh, so, yeah. But if you're back, give me a shout. Uh, where was I? Yeah, so Manchester clubs have been drawn separately. So obviously the ideal situation would be we qualified, get a home draw like uh, Sheffield United have, and then it's Man United versus Man City and one of those goes out in the court finals. But what an opportunity to get to a semi-final, you know, Sheffield United. And just, I don't know why you make so many changes. People have said that, it, you know, I've seen on Twitter anyway, that... The mandate for the managers to get top four. So, therefore, the FA Cup doesn't matter. So, that's why we pick weaker teams. But, you know, if if you don't achieve the mandate, you get fired. But Antonio Conte and his staff are going to be gone at the end of the season anyway. So, I don't understand why they, they, they've they stuck to that mandate. Just pick the best team, uh, you know, the team to get you through. And then, you know, if you get fired, you're fired anyway. You're leaving anyway. So, I don't understand that at all. And, yeah, the changes that we made, I mean, Poro didn't do too bad in the end uh, compared to how we did against Leicester. <laughs> That's what we're comparing it to. Uh, but, yeah, the, the and even the guys who came on, you know, Harry Kane missed that sitter at the end. Uh, Stellini has said that, uh, you know, Kane has played a lot of games, needed resting. If you're rested, you're probably not on the bench either. You're probably fully rested like Emerson was. Uh for me, I'd have played exactly the same team. And, and you know, Richarlison took his place up top, but there's no creativity there. So he was feeding on scraps. He should have done better with the chance that he had that he ballooned over. 
But then that's what happens as well if you're struggling with confidence and you're not playing regularly. And he, I think he probably is struggling with confidence. Scored a hatful of goals for Everton last year. Main man there. Kept him in the league. He's not the main man here. And he, he, he he's, he's feeding off scraps in terms of his game time as well. But you've got to take your chances. That, that's what happens when you go to a much bigger team. And, you know, we're a top four team or certainly after last season. So, therefore, you have to say in terms of the team level, we are better than Everton and a bigger team than Everton. So you've got to take your chances uh, when they come in, in, in this team. But, yeah, I mean, other than that, the performance was, well, I've, I've said disgraceful there. I think disgraceful is probably uh, an improvement on how we did. But I know there's some debate on, on, on the players not good enough and everything like that. And I don't, disagree that the players aren't good enough certainly the fringe players we've got a couple of uh stars who would get in any team Kane a, a fully fit son Romero probably uh but regardless of your quality regardless of your quality you don't need quality to put a shift in put some effort in and I, I know some people have said and I've seen on Twitter that um they did put effort there was a lot of running about and I'm not just talking about the running about the the, the chance that 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 uh, guy I can't remember his name for Sheffield United had and he, he he snatched it instead of crossing it in the middle from Hoiberg's bad header. I'm talking about that as well, the bad header. That says to me poor attitude and 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 thinking you've turned up and won because Sheffield United had a lot of players injured, uh, ill and everything like that, so they were fielding a fairly weakened team. They had one guy who was on the, the one of the wing backs first. A senior game in football, I think, was the commentator of what he said. Uh, so I think we've we've thought we've we've won this game, turn up and we win. And I said from the start, I said on Tommy's show on uh, Tuesday, all about attitude, all about attitude. And I don't think we had the correct attitude. And and things like the the poor passing like that, the header from Hoiberg, I think that is an indication of 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 an incorrect attitude and. The game started off, Sheffield United, their fans bang up for it, as you'd expect. And surely the players and the coaching staff would have expected that. Surely to goodness. And we couldn't cope. We had a bit of a, a, a better spell. But yeah, the goal that we conceded, just letting him dance through and, and get a shot off. Eric Dyer not engaging again. He's kind of stood there. He was close to him, so he... <laughs> Again, you know he's going to get a shot off. He's looking for a shot off. He's kept the ball for too long. So, you know, he's not going to pass it because he would have done before. He's looking to get a shot off. Get on his feet. Make sure the only place the ball can go is on your ankle. Stop the ball going in. Just absolutely terrible. Absolutely terrible. And we didn't really create anything. No creativity at all. Kane wasn't really allowed to go deep and he only had a cameo, really. Yeah, but that, that's why I'd have started with the team that started against Chelsea or the team that ended against Chelsea, maybe Son on as well. Uh, but yeah, I don't know why there were five changes, five changes or six changes in what I thought anyway was our biggest game of the season up to up to that point. Like I said, we're, we're not going to win the Champions League. We can't win the league. We're out of the League Cup and that's finished anyway. The FA Cup, this was a game to get into the quarterfinals. Like I said, we would have got a home draw against Blackburn. Yeah, yeah, difficult team. But at home, you'd expect us to win. And it's much more favourable than, get, you know, away to the Etihad or away at Old Trafford. And you look at the teams left in it, you know, Grimsby as well. 
uh, oh, just a missed, missed opportunity. So, so poor. And yeah, for me, it's the attitude. And I don't think the attitude was right. It was superb against Preston. Really comfortable game, that Preston game, apart from maybe a five, ten minute spell during the game for Preston. But other than that, really comfortable. And I just don't understand why it's changed in this one. Uh, and they deserve their win, Sheffield United. You know, they're, they're a depleted team, depleted first 11. They deserve their win. And oh, just so angry about it. So, so frustrating. And again, it comes to why don't we take the FA Cup seriously? And I would imagine the answer to that is something to do with him. Like I said, yeah, we've had all week, you know, about F1 F1 tracks, go-karting tracks, cinemas, hotels, pretty much everything other than football. And that's what it's about. They're an investment company, Enix, so they're trying to make money. And that's fine. I don't have a problem with them making money. The, 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 the issue that I have is the money that's made is made by the football club. So therefore, it goes into the football club to hope to improve this football club and improve the results of the football club. And it doesn't seem to be like that. You know, 500 grand pay rise. You can argue that his mandate as chairman uh, set out by, I guess, Joe Lewis or Enoch Investors or whoever is to make money. And he's done that. So therefore, he deserves a pay rise, I guess. But (laughs) it's all right to make money, but you're the owner of a football club. It's the key there, football club. You're not the owner of a business to make money. And yes, things like this. And and like I said, that make money, Champions League, league are where you make your money as a football, a premiership, a big football club these days. And that's what they want. They want us to get into top four. That's kind of their ceiling, the top four. Our ceiling should be higher than that, I think. Uh, but I don't think he's going anywhere. He makes too much money. You know, if you can afford a 500 grand pay rise uh, in a year, you've, you're probably doing quite well money-wise. Yeah, he could end up making himself a couple of billion if he sells for 3.5 billion or whatever was reported. But he'll end up making more more than that probably over the next 30 years. Uh, maybe not. I'm not very good at maths. But he's going to be making money all year, every year, if he stays at us. And... I think, think he's okay yeah, in terms of with him. Uh, I think that might have frozen there. Uh, but I'll carry on. We're never going to be in the red with him. Uh, our worldwide reputation has increased hugely uh, since he's been in charge. Uh, when he started, uh, 10th was pretty much where we were. 4th was a pipe dream. Now we're we're, you know, fourth is the minimum that we expect and we expect more. So in that aspect, he's done superbly as a chairman. But the football club is what you own and what you're chairman of. And in terms of backing the manager and everything like that, he hasn't done anything really. So therefore, he's done terribly in that, that aspect. If he was a chairman like Abramovich, just did all the business side, left all the football side to football people, he'd be an unbelievable chairman. But I think that's why we don't take it seriously. But like I've said, you know, Stellini and Conte, etc., all going at the end of the season, I think. So I don't really understand what the point is of 
<laughs> picking the best uh, uh, weakened team and doing what Levy wants when you're going to be going at the end of the season. You might as well be going all all out, all out to go and win a cup. Uh, but yeah, that brings us on to what? Where does this leave Conte? <laughs> where does this leave Conte? I mean, like I said, he <laughs> he's not there. He's recovering. Hopefully, he's well. Hopefully, he's well. He's recovering. But he's gone at the end of the season. I can't see him staying on. I don't think there's any point of him staying on. I can't see him staying on. He wants to go back to Italy, back with his family, back with familiarity. Uh, he isn't getting back by the chairman here. So what's the point of him staying? So God knows what will happen then. Who will get... Like, my, my prediction, I said this prediction about a year ago, a year and a half ago, Potter will be back. Uh, that works for Levy in the sense of money. Conte goes, no compensation. Poch is a free agent, comes in, no compensation. Works for him. Uh, fans will be annoyed that Conte's gone. I won't be annoyed that he's gone. The way that he's playing, it's so negative and, and just not working. He's too stubborn. But he is a winner. And he is a winner. And we've let another winner go by not backing him up. So I'll be annoyed about that. And Poch will be the appeasement signing for the fans. I think uh, I love Poch. I want him to come back and, and finish what he started, but not under this ownership. And it's too early. He's got half the players there that threw him under the bus. They ain't going to be sold because if the rebuild that he asked for was going to happen, it would have happened by now. He's still going to be asking for that rebuild. Uh, he's got the chairman who's messed him about and, and stitched him up and thrown him under the bus before. So he's got him under a bow there. He can do it again. Uh, so I don't know where we go from here, where this leaves Conte and just, Stellini as well. I know Stellini here has uh, said he wants to be a number one, but whether he'll get employed, I'm not sure. Uh, he's already in the club, so there'll be no compensation there either. But I mean, would you guys in the chat, uh, please get your likes and the comments in. Uh, likes, comments and subscription. Subscribe to the channel in. But what do you think about Conte? Where will he be next season and who will be in charge next season? Will it be Conte? Will it be Poch? Will it be Stellini? It'll be someone else. Thomas Frank has been linked, but again, that's going to be a, 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 a fantastic manager, fantastic manager, and he will at some point be manager of a top, top, top team. I've got no doubt about that. I thought they'd be down this season, but they're, they're even better than last season. Uh, and a lot of that is down to him. But if we get him, that's another project manager, and that's just another manager for Levy to balls up, uh, mess about and stitch up. Uh and there'll be a huge amount of compensation, but Brentford won't be letting him go without a fight. Uh, so, yeah, God knows where this leaves Conte and us. And then it comes on to where does it, where is it left for this man? Uh, Kane, uh, I mean, for your own sake, just leave. I don't want Kane to go. He's our best striker that we, I've, we, we've, well, he now is our best striker, best goal scorer that we've had. A bona fide club legend, uh, one of the best strikers in the world, if not the world. That's what I think. So I don't want him to go, but he's wasted at Tottenham. He's wasted at Tottenham. Broken promises from Levy. I mean, the 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 gentleman's agreement. I think Levy did stitch him up probably, but it was Harry's own fault and his agent's own fault. Six year contract without a get out clause. Absolutely ridiculous. Uh, yeah, there's a gentleman's agreement. If we don't get Champions League, you can leave. But unless Harry Kane got invited or in how much that figure is, 
Levy technically hasn't broken a promise. Levy's got in his head the figure. If someone doesn't meet that, you're not going anywhere. I'll let you go. But on my terms and, and, and if the valuation is met. So really, I think he saw his agent, his brother coming and had him over a barrel and his agent just doesn't know what he's doing. And that's obviously left Harry in limbo. But now a year left on his contract at the end of this season in the summer. I'm, I'd be amazed if Man United don't bid for him. Uh, crying out for a striker. Top, top team, Man United. If we get a striker in of, of Harry Kane's calibre, regularly 15, 20 goals a season, could fire them to the title. Could fire them to the title. European trophies, uh, domestic trophies again. So I'll be amazed if they don't stick in, I know, a 60, 70 million pound bid. I don't think we're going to get top dollar. No one's going to bid 150 million pound for Kane. Unless they're absolutely crying out for a striker. All their strikers have been injured. And they desperately need some bucket load of money. I think teams will go, OK, well, we'll wait until next season. We won't have to pay anything so we can treble his wages. But there'll be a queue. If Harry Kane goes free, not this summer, but the summer afterwards, there'll be a queue for his signature, I think. And uh, Marlon here. How you doing, buddy? View from the South, South Stand TV. I think we've got an issue. Uh, the fans want one thing, board want another. It's about top four now. It is about top four now, but like I said, what a wasted opportunity. Blackburn in the next round, it would have been in a quarterfinal, get to a semi-final, you never know. And just, yeah, I mean, fans want two things. They want top four and winning and, and winning trophies, I think. Certainly I do. Uh, and that's definitely achievable. Definitely achievable this week. Like I said, with the FA Cup, you start your top team. Kill the game off, kill the fans' uh, positivity off, kill the atmosphere off, go and get a lead, go and get a goal, take it to them, get a couple of goals, make it safe, and then 60 minutes you can rest your players for the big premiership game on Saturday. The negativity that we've got, I mean, I say I don't want Poch uh, at the moment, but I'd welcome him at the moment if he's going to play attacking football. At least I'll be entertained then. We won't win bug of all again, but at least I'll be entertained. But yeah, Harry Kane... He's got nothing here. He's, he's got the record. Jimmy Greaves' record. He's a legend. Unless he goes to Chelsea or Arsenal, somewhere like that, that ain't going to be tarnished. If he goes to Man United, certainly in my book, doesn't get tarnished. They're not a big, big, big rival that we hate. So if he goes to Man United, wins his trophies, and then comes back, ends his career, I'm all for that. But yeah, I'd be slightly disappointed in Harry if he didn't say, I want out. Because uh, then he's just accepting mediocrity and the fact that he's never going to win a trophy apart from golden boots. Uh, and he's far, far better than that. I mean, there is an element that he has had chances to win trophies. But the issue there is we had chances to win trophies, didn't quite have enough, didn't get over the line. And then we stood still. Levy stood still. Management stood, stood still. And we didn't uh, improve the squad to then take it one step further the following seasons. Uh he was injured for the Champions League final. Should never have started that. Should have been more. Where you've got to have an element in your team that if someone does well and plays well, they get in the team. They don't just suddenly get dropped. So I think Poch made an error there. Uh, bring Kane on, by all means. But yeah. But then, starting Harry Kane or not starting Harry Kane didn't lose that final. It was the fact that one-minute penalty uh, all then got changed. Uh, the first-minute penalty, which then allowed Liverpool to sit back and play on the counter. But... Yeah, there's been other finals he's been in where he hasn't turned up. He was injured for another one as well, or a semi-final. I can't remember which one. 
Oh no, the League Cup final, uh, and and well, it wasn't Jose, was it? It was Ryan Mason. He was injured for that. Uh, but yeah, and just for him, he's achieved everything he's going to achieve at Tottenham now because he ain't going to win anything. He's, he's won golden boots and everything like that. The only thing left for him to achieve if he stays at Tottenham is Shearer's record. And that isn't a Tottenham record. That's a Premier League record. So he can do that at Man United and win trophies as well. So I'd be disappointed if he didn't ask to leave. If he said, yeah, I'll stay and sign a new contract, I'd be delighted that he signed a new contract. But I'd be a bit disappointed in him, to be honest. He's far, far better than we're showing at the moment. And Levy's let him down. Levy's let him down. 16-17 season, we were that close to winning the league. I know it was seven points, but, you know, we only lost three games and 86 points with a one league in the Leicester winning season. Uh, and we didn't we didn't do anything. That was the time to really strengthen a couple of top, top, top quality players. That instantly improves your squad. And we didn't do it and we didn't do it. And now we, we, we're, we're seeing the results of that. Uh, Marlon again, how are you doing, buddy? Uh, Potts would need to be backed heavy if the board want top four in entertainment. The other top six clubs and Newcastle are now backing managers, probably not Liverpool. Yeah, and that there lies the issue, doesn't it, uh, Marlon? He wasn't backed heavy in the first place. Levy knows he can get away with it. And, and you know, he didn't back him in the first place. Stitched him up, threw under the bus. And if he does come back, he's accepting to come back under this hierarchy. So it'll just happen again. He won't get backed. He'll be forced to go and get bargain players or youth players. And then the top six clubs and Newcastle now and Liverpool, uh, although I'm assuming you're classing them in the top six clubs uh, of last season. Uh, they're just going to strengthen and they've got the money and the, 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 you know, Chelsea will come hard again next season and we'll be left astray again. Uh, it's just, but, you know, Levy will make money because we've got a new go-kart in track. I uh, just wanted to talk about this guy with Charleston. So if Kane does leave, uh, yeah, it's going to be very interesting what we do with the striker. Uh, Richarlison is a striker for Brazil. He was for Everton uh, when Calvert-Lewin was injured. Everton, he kept them in the league. Brazil, superb in the World Cup. Two wonderful goals, but always a presence and always a threat. The issue with Brazil, he's got playmakers all around him. He's got world-class players around him to give him chances. Unless Harry Kane plays deep, which he isn't. If Harry Kane plays, he's a striker. And then Richarlison's on the left or the right, which isn't his best position. He's got no supply line. So if Harry Kane does leave, <laughs> that's our supply line also left as well because he's our only playmaker at the moment. But if Poch came in, there would be a playmaker, I think, because he has to in his way of playing. Whether that's Alfie Devine, probably too early for him. Top, top quality player, though. Will be. I know Brian, who I'm not sure if he's still in the chat, raves lyrical about Alfie Devine as one for the future. And I think he'll be a star as well. And if Poch does come in, he'll he'll get a new He'll he'll be involved heavily in the first team. He won't be on loan or in the reserves. But we need someone ready now. So the obvious one, Madison. But again, he's not going to be cheap. Like Marlon says, Poch needs to be backed heavily. You know, Madison coming in, that's at least 60 million. At least 60 million. If we're not in top four and Newcastle are, who are you going to go to? Who are you going to go to? Uh, and the likelihood that Newcastle will then back their manager, whoever that may be. We probably won't. We probably won't. So which is the more attractive option? But yeah, there'll be a playmaker next season if Poch is in charge. Uh, if Stellini's in charge, probably won't be. If Conte is in charge, I wouldn't have thought so. Thomas Frank, I, I would have thought he'd need one as well. Uh, I can't think of any others. Uh, 
Graham Potter if he's fired from Chelsea. Thomas Tuchel is another one linked. I don't want another Chelsea reject. I don't want another Chelsea manager. And this is a guy who almost had a fight with our backroom staff like six months ago. Don't want him in there. Uh, but again, it doesn't really matter who we're going to get in there if they're not backed because the squad needs a lot of work. And Harry must be looking at that. And that's why I'll be disappointed. But Richarlison, he's not had the best starts. Let's be fair, he doesn't play that much. Uh, but like Marlon says, I agree with this. I think he'll come good. Just needs to play more games as the main man. It's hard to be a bit part player. Uh, the only way he becomes the main man for me is if Kane leaves and then we don't sign like a Lukaku or or, or, or a ready-made replacement. He is a ready-made replacement, replacement as a striker. So I wouldn't be averse to seeing him up top. Obviously, we lose a hell of a lot if Kane goes. Uh, Charleston's good, but he's not Harry Kane level, I don't think. And yeah, we'd lose so much. but And we wouldn't get top, top dollar, I don't think. 80 million would be absolute tops for Harry Kane with a year left on his contract. We wouldn't be seeing 100, over 100. Unless, like I say, someone is absolutely desperate needs a striker there and then. Uh, but yeah, Richarlison, if he if he had that playing every game, you're our main striker. There was a supply line for him. I think he would then start getting the hatfuls of goals that we'd expected for 60 million. Uh, I like the fact that, he, you know, he winds people up and yeah. <laughs> I always agree with you, Marlon. Glad, glad you agree with me. Thought you wouldn't. We're on the same page. Always agree with you. Always agree with you. Uh, make sure you check out a few from the South Stand TV as well. They do uh, what I can't do, which is literally uh, <laughs> a reaction uh, stream literally after the game. Uh, certainly, I couldn't do that after this Sheffield United game. But yeah, make sure you check them out uh, on YouTube. Uh, but yeah, I think he'll come good. Uh, he's too good a player not to. He always puts a shift in and and, and the, the shit house is also very good to, uh, to wind people up and that galvanises the team. But you need more than just him doing that, which is what happened against Sheffield United. And he had no supply line against Sheffield United. The one chance was a half chance. Uh, it was kind of a one-on-one, -on -one, but the defender was near him. We needed to do better there, needed to do better. If you're a bit part player at a much bigger club than you've been used to, if you miss those chances at the previous club, you're still the main. Oh, excuse me. You're still the main man. When you're not the main man, you've got to make those chances pay. And, you know, to say to the manager, stick me in the team. This is what I can do. Uh, but, yeah. I think his his time will be next season. Uh, Son is completely off the boil as well. Povo, I didn't think played too bad. Uh, but again, I'm basing that performance on the Leicester one where he was atrocious and absolutely horrendous. Uh, so he didn't get caught too many times. It looked to me like he wasn't bombarding forward as much. Uh, but yeah, it just Kulu didn't start. I'd have started him. You know, another one struggling for for, for goals and form. Stick him in against lower opposition. Yeah, Sheffield United are essentially a premiership team because they're going to get promoted. Let's make no mistake about it. Uh, but yeah, stick him in. Try and get him some confidence up. And uh, Skip must be on cloud nine after the Chelsea game. So don't sit him on the bench. Stick him in. I thought Saar played all right. I thought Saar played all right. Uh, Davinson Sanchez. Ugh. Literally, I've seen it. I've I've seen it mentioned on streams and on Twitter. Bambi on ice and always stuck away from it. But he kept falling over. He couldn't, couldn't keep the ball. Couldn't 
trap the ball, pass the ball. And it was horrendous. It was horrendous. And that there cannot fill your goalkeeper and defence with any and midfield with any confidence when you see that time in, time out. I said with the goal, no one engaged the guy. It was a good dribble, good skill, but yeah, just get in front of it. Get in front of it. Dyer is just talk about a new contract with Dyer, and that's fine if he's for me anyway, if he's gonna be a squad player, you know people get injured then we bring Dyer in we need him on our books but if he's getting a new contract because he's our main central defender then I'm afraid that speaks volumes and says exactly where our priorities are because we're never ever going to get anywhere in terms of winning stuff with Eric Dyer as the main guy at the back and I like Eric Dyer I like his attitude but the he, he he's just not good enough. He's just not good enough for what we want to achieve. Neither Sanchez. Davies was all right. Perisic is just, it's just a shame that we didn't get Perisic like two, three years ago because the Perisic two, three years ago was superb. Whereas this one, he's coming towards the end. His pace has gone a little bit. He's got the attitude, but yeah, you saw him try and put crosses in. Apart from the end one with Kane, he couldn't really get past the man, you know, the extra touch and then the extra yard. He doesn't really have that anymore. Uh, so, yeah, it's just, I don't know why we made so many changes. I really don't. And what's frustrating, we will have the top, the first team out against Wolves and we'll probably play all right. And we could have done that twice. We could have done that against Sheffield United, like I say, take the game to them. <laughs> start quick. That doesn't happen with this Spurs team, but start quick. Kill the game off 60 minutes, then you can rest your players as long as the game's safe, which we had a much better opportunity doing going out with that attitude to go win the game rather than just stifle them and then try and nick one. Uh, and then you could have rested your Canes, your Sons, your, your Hoybergs, whoever. Uh, and we didn't do it. And then again, a missed, missed opportunity. So we do come on to Wolves. Uh, they've improved a little bit under Lopetti. Lopetogi, is that his name? I may have butchered that name, so I do apologise. But they've improved a little bit. But, I, you know, I still expect us to be the favourites going there. But, again, it's about the attitude. And, and just go out and win a game. Last season, that Norwich game, last game of the season, we had to just draw that to get fourth. And we went out, took it to them, battered them, got an early goal. I don't understand why it's changed. We were flying towards the end of last season. 11 games, 27 points out of 33 in the league. Went to Liverpool, got a draw. Front three, destroying teams. I know Son's off the boil, but I don't understand why we're not playing the attacking football that we played at the end of last season that was so so successful. Yeah, there's been a few personnel changes, but <laughs> not a huge amount. And we've still got the same manager. And still that front three, still no playmaker where we're creating chances. I don't know why it suddenly changed and, and, and what the catalyst has for it to been changed. So we've gone from all that attacking play, spending th fear throughout teams that, you know, oh God, it's Kulu, Son and Kane. And now we're just, yeah, I mean, Sheffield United, we could have been playing now still and we still wouldn't have scored. So I don't understand how it's all changed. Because I was really optimistic start of this season after last season, you know, playing like that. That was only the first, last half, play like that all, all the way. 
27 points out of 33 will cause real, real problems this season. We've got an extra bit of strength in depth. Uh, yeah, we're just not playing attacking football anymore. And I just don't understand it. And that 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 is happening from the start. We're going away to these teams. No surprise our away form is, is, is so poor, really. 18 points out of 36 in the league this season. So half the points available is what we've got away from home. It's no surprise to me when, you know, the, the fans of the opposition are bang up for it. And we just very, very reactive rather than being proactive and taking the game to them. So Wolves, well, I say I, I want us to take the game to them, but, you know, you've got to, you've got to use the evidence at your disposal. And we, we, we don't do that. So I don't see that any changing at all. Even the home games, West Ham and Chelsea, who just didn't turn up, still took 45 minutes for us to turn up. So I don't see that changing. And, you know, wouldn't surprise me if we can see the goal and then back to the walls and then have a go in the second half. But I'd just like to see us for once this season have a go from the off. Have a go from the off. And again, I don't see it happening. So really the season for me is pretty much, it's not ended. I know what's left to play for. There is a Champions League and top four, but really top four is all we've got left to play for. Because we ain't going to win the Champions League, certainly playing like that. Can you imagine coming up against Real Madrid if we do get through against uh, Milan after what they did to Liverpool with only six shots on goal? We'll be absolutely killed and, and we won't attack them. We'll be looking for a nil-nil away from home to take it to uh, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and we'll get absolutely battered. And fortune favours the brave. You know, There's a reason why Alex Ferguson's team's won everything because he attacked... He attacked, he attacked, he tried to score goals. It's about scoring goals. You can't win games if you don't score goals because the best you can hope for is a draw. If you score goals, you might get lucky. You might have a good balance and everything like that. The other team might not be at it. And then you don't concede a goal. You've scored goals, you win the game. And like I said, I don't know why it's suddenly changed. Don't know why it's suddenly changed, but yeah, I'd just like to see us go at Wolves, take it to them. Try and get, you know, the Richies, the, the Sons, the Kulus, a bit of confidence, you know, going into the, certainly the Milan game, which is next Wednesday, uh, which we have to win that one to stand any chance of going through. Uh, you know, one goal, it goes to extra time and then penalty, so we might still lose if we win. But, you know, take it to them, get a couple of goals, then it's in our hands. So i like to see us get a bit of uh, confidence going into that to some of those key players. But... I prop it down in the dumps and negative about it now. I don't see that happening at all. And I think it would just be the same old, same old, boring, boring, boring. And then lose a goal. Okay, we better start playing now and try and get the goal back. And we keep doing that. We won't be achieving much this season. We won't be achieving top four. Uh, Liverpool are coming strong again now. It'll be very interesting how they go, get on against Man United. Newcastle will be interesting how they get on after their, their cup loss. Uh, but those two teams will attack. So at some point they will start scoring goals and beating teams because they attack and try and win the game. We're too negative. I'm not sure who, who will be in charge, Stellini or Conte, for this one. Uh, but yeah, I just, just go and attack Wolves. But I can see us losing that 1-0 again or a draw. 
Uh, we can always win. We've got the firepower there if we're they're allowed to to fire their power. But yeah, for me, I just end the season. I've I've kind of given up now, which is probably not the best thing to say. But I just still so cheesed off about that Sheffield United game and the fact that, in my view anyway, we went there not with a correct attitude, thinking that we've won it, thinking that we can rest players when really we should have been going there with our top team, go and get the job done, be professional, kill the game off, and then I can rest the players for the Wolves game. But didn't happen, didn't happen. But yeah, I'm going to end it there. Only just over half hour. Uh, <laughs> thought it'd be a short one today. Just It's either that and me say what I've got to say or just swear, 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 which doesn't make for a very good show. But uh, thanks to everybody for watching and your comments that came in. Hit the like, hit the subscribe if you haven't done so already. Uh, hit the notification bell. If you like a bit of magic, go over to Chris's Magic YouTube channel, 7.30pm uh, on Wednesdays. It wasn't one this week, but there's plenty. There's about 30 videos to you to view, and there'll be one this Wednesday as well. I'll be back on here, talk about the Wolves game, have guests this time as well. Uh, Monday after work so I've got all the time in the world so have guests for that one hopefully talking about a Wolves win and preview previewing the Milan second leg uh, but it's, it's just the way of Spurs isn't it two good wins against West Ham and Chelsea and then we throw it all away and we've got to go again no run coming but just just start well start off quick proactive against Wolves and try and get the win early doors make it a comfortable game uh, even the 4-0 against Palace was just, first half, absolutely dreadful. But I don't understand how they can't see. If you play quickly, we're a match for anybody. But yeah, that'll be for Friday, uh, Monday's show. Have a good weekend. And as always, come on, you Spurs. Thanks so much for watching. For everybody who joined in the live chat and added comments, before you go, please leave a like and hit the subscribe button if you haven't already. Also, please hit that notification bell. That will give you a notification every time we're about to go live, and it's all completely free. For those who missed the live show, you can catch this whenever you want on Let's Talk Tottenham's YouTube channel. Please also hit the like, subscribe, and notification bell. And everybody, please leave feedback, comments, suggestions in the comments section on the those of you who listen to the audio podcast, thank you so much for listening. Anyone who wants that audio podcast, you can that wherever you get your podcast from. We're back Mondays, 7.30pm UK time, and Fridays, 12.30pm UK time. Alternatively, if you go to Twitter, at Tottenham, Instagram, Let's Talk Tottenham Podcast, you can find all the information there. Anyone who wants something a little bit different, also do a magic show. So I do one trick a week, which drops Wednesday, 7.30pm UK time. Chris's Magic on YouTube is where you'll find that. But in the meantime, come on you Spurs! <laughs>